Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is End Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Are you ready to go out of business or are you ready to build resilience? Look, you have a product company. Maybe you started an e commerce thing. You started getting products, white labeling them, private labeling them. You, maybe you developed a custom product and you started pushing it out there into social. You started making those relationships that I talk about every single week and you're building something up. It's bubbling up. It's become successful. I hope that's the case. I hope that you're listening to this content, that you've reached out to me, we've worked through obstacles, worked through issues, and you're on the growth path. If not, I want to tell you something. This has been a great run. For the past couple of years, and in the longer view, the past five, six, seven years, have been a phenomenal run for e-commerce. Seen people come up with quirky little products and turn them into six-figure a month businesses, not six figures. Oh, I want to get to six figures a year. I want, I want to be able to quit my job. We've seen people build massive businesses, iconic brands on small niches, really interesting products, and and build it out to however big that they could stand. We've seen this. I've seen it. I have clients that have done it. I've taken part in this e-commerce explosion and this product business explosion. So that's all kind of at risk right now. So if you've had a bad time in the past few years while sourcing was easy, while ads were cheap, while people were very interested and ready to invest in e-commerce businesses, the world has changed. Maybe the news will catch up to the thing that you already know in a few months. Maybe you'll start hearing about a recession. Maybe you'll start hearing about a slowdown. Maybe you'll start to hear about that once it's already arrived, because you already know what the prices at the gas pump and the grocery store look like. Politics aside, you already know what this is going to do for your business. You know that shipping costs have gone up. They're coming down a little bit, which is, which is great. But you know that sourcing, whether it's domestically, whether it's internationally, whether it's right down the street, has somehow everything gets delayed and it's, it's no longer as straightforward and simple as it used to be or as we want it to be. So I'm not making this podcast to complain or to commiserate with you, or we can complain together in some kind of loser tribe where we can complain our way into the poorhouse. What I'm here to talk to you about is we need to set that aside, how things were and how things we think they should be. We need to set that aside and we need to focus on resilience. Now, I've been taking calls with you, with people in the audience, people that are in the Facebook group, and I've been asking them benchmark questions. How does this work in your business? How does this work? To really get information about what people care about right now, where they're struggling, what people need to take their idea, their business to the next level. And in general, 
I will say that 90, 95% of people, they just, they want more sales. Don't we all though? What I really want to talk about is I want to talk about building resilience. Because we can't control things outside of our focus, our little area, our circle of influence. I can't make the world a different place for you. You can't complain your way out of a bad situation. What you can do is strategize, prepare, and build your way into success or resilience. You can affect change in your own life and your own business. And that's what I want to talk about today is how we can build resilience in whatever that offer is, whatever that market is, whatever that product domain that you are working in today. I want to talk about thriving, growing, and succeeding through difficult times because we've all heard some version of this. It's easy to understand. It's like when things are easy, lots of people do them. In the contract manufacturing world, or to make this even more simple, just the machine shop world, when there's lots of business, people end up starting lots of machine shops. Then we go through a recession, go through a different cycle, and all those shops generally end up going out of business because they don't have the resilience to compete. They don't have the money in the bank. They don't have the tight processes. They don't have the access to talent. They don't have access to the relationships. And this is not specific to manufacturers. It's not specific to retail stores. It's not specific to any type of business. People build because they see an opportunity. The world changes. The rug gets pulled out from under you. It's our obligation to build a stronger structure. It's to build on a foundation of rock not a foundation of sand or trends or whatever you want to think about it. Let's go through a couple of major reasons why people's businesses just go up in smoke. They dissipate into nothing. All that effort that you've applied for months or years or decades for some of you, why it all just goes away. One of the main reasons that I see, because I've talked to so many people about their product sales and product marketing. I feel like I'm getting sucked into being a sales and marketing guy. I'm not. I just want you to sell a lot of stuff so we can collaborate together. I want to know cool people making cool stuff. I want to do amazing projects, but to be able to do amazing projects and to make interesting things, guys, we got to sell them. So this is why we so consistently talk about marketing. If you're relying on a single marketing channel, I think I've beaten up on Facebook ads enough to know that's not it. But if you're relying on one channel, I, lo I just love events. I just love this one way of approaching customers. I just want content marketing. I just want ads. It's not going to work out well for you because the world is going to change. And as people move away from ads, they're going to move to other strategies. So I want to walk you through a robust but a more robust way of looking at channel marketing and i want you to pick channels that are in alignment with what you are excellent in and where your customers actually make considerations and purchases and it's not generally facebook ads if you're relying on one channel you are extremely extremely at risk because as those ad costs increase, as those platforms change, as those relationships or strategies evolve, 
as the world evolves, you could just be evolved out of a job, evolved out of a business. A second thing that I see is people really focused on being single skew businesses. I know you've done podcast episodes on this. It's in my programs. It's in the Group Coaching Program Academy. We talk about building out a product portfolio. It's really important because we want to bundle offers anyways. We want to put this together in a way that makes sense and really can drive up average order values or lifetime values of customers. But it's also because I got to pay back whatever that customer acquisition costs. However, I got that customer, I have to pay it back. If I build an email list, you should be building an audience. I need to be able to monetize and I need to be able to keep people interested, keep my brand top of mind. I need to be able to continue to sell to people. If you have a single product, you are ripe for copycats and somebody that has a more robust product portfolio, they have a better relationship with the market, with their customers, they can easily just knock you off and pull your entire business out. So this is why brand is so important versus product. This is why relationships are so important versus just product. But again, think of these as single points of failure. Anywhere in your business, if you had a key person and they're the only person that can do this in your business, that's a bad situation. If you're a manufacturer and you only had one piece of equipment that did this thing and it could fail at any moment, that's not good. This is really easy to intuit when you look at equipment or you look at key personnel. But for some reason, we don't think about this in our business strategy. Focus is very powerful. I'm not saying go out there and address every single marketing channel that you can get your hands on and spread yourself super thin. I'm saying constantly be innovating in your business and looking at how can you expand into and how can you find new channels? How can you develop those? How can you be where other people aren't, where your competition is not? Same thing with products. How can we improve the product? How can we create a higher value version of that product? How can we enhance that product with additional products that support it? To turn your single SKU into a hero product where you can bundle it and package it and do so much more than just sell it that one time for that one cost. Uh, another point of failure that people have is the interest that someone really holds in their product. You get an idea and you think, hey, I'm going to make a business based on solving this COVID problem. We saw a lot of businesses start this up. They started mask companies. They started little things that open up doors. They thought that running after that trend would really be a powerful method of uh, growing a business. And maybe it was. Maybe that blew that business up to six, seven figures with those products. Trend jacking is an interesting business model, but not if you want to sustain a business. Not if you want to be resilient. If you can create a relationship with a group of people that you actually respect, you can figure out what problems they have, and you can deliver products that help them achieve transformational change. You can have an iconic brand. You can have a brand that lives forever. If you want to create clothing, 
that clothing needs to give people a sense of belonging and of purpose. It needs to make them feel a certain way. If you understand that with a t-shirt, you can understand that why you can sell safety and why those companies worked or didn't work or worked then and won't work in the future. But if you're just constantly chasing trends, look, I'm going to tell you this is products take time. So if you're listening to this thinking, I'm going to listen to Callie and I'm going to figure out what product I'm going to chase after. What's the hot product? What's the hot market? It's a really common question that I hear is what should I go after? What's the niche? What's the really fantastic niche that's going to make me rich in 2022, 2023? You hear this thing over and over, and I know that person's already a loser because they're already thinking loser thoughts. We have to move past that and reorient our world and understand that your business If you want to feel fulfillment and be successful, your business is going to be a vehicle for you to achieve impact and your personal goals, but you're only going to get a fraction of the value that you supply to the market. If you can improve many people's lives, if you can give them great experience, you're going to get a small fraction of that. And cumulatively, that can mean great things for you. That can mean millions and millions of dollars over time. This is how you create a sustainable, resilient business. This is how you create people from cold traffic, I don't know you, into raving fans, into advocates, is that you do something for them other than just take their credit card number. But if you're hopping on trends, look, that product might take six months, 12 months, 18 months to develop. Where's that trend going to be? By the time you get to market, the trend could be over. It could be red hot, but all things crash eventually. Then what are you going to, are you going to just go out of business? You're going to have to do a pivot. You're going to be a cool startup person and you're going to pivot your market opportunity. Why don't you just build a business based on eternal principles, on things that if you were able to get into a time machine and go a thousand years Into the future, people still care about their health. They still care about their wealth. They still care about the connection that they have with their community, where they have with their family, with their loved ones. They still care about their place in the world. If you build businesses around helping people achieve some kind of transformational change, powerful emotion, identity, helping them achieve a goal in one of those axes, it doesn't matter if we were living on Mars, people are still going to have those problems. Your brand can evolve through any type of market downturn or inflationary period or whatever dumb thing that they're going to call this downturn of the market, this recession that we are entering or that you think that we're entering. You're going to be able to not just outlive, but you're going to be able to thrive during those times because you're connected with something that is inherent and built into how we are as human beings. Yes, you can pivot or evolve or create new products. Yes, you can find where people are discussing those problems and shift your marketing channels and shift your focus. Maybe because you can't use those retail partners. You can't use those events anymore. You have to shift online. This is like we saw in the past few years. 
I can't predict the future, but I can predict the inevitability of difficulty. It's how life works. We go through these cycles. We go through mega cycles. I can't even tell you for sure that we're going to have a recession. But just the thought of this, I want to walk through why you should be focused on building a real business and how you can build a resilient business. So think of single points of failure along with what you're doing. You have a single product. You have a single marketing channel. You need to be very customer focused and you need to be focused on goals that they have, identities that they want to achieve. Because if you're just saying, I want to provide this single point of value to them, you're very vulnerable. People will always want to achieve those goals. Regardless of how well they're solved now, there'll be a moving of the goalposts and you can solve them there. But this puts you in a great position to be building a real brand, building real relationships, constantly actually innovating what you offer to the market. If you have questions on this, I have a lot of podcast episodes that you can go back and you can listen to. We also have a free Facebook group. And I have some really exciting things that are bubbling up. Like I said, I don't often open up the group coaching and I'm strongly considering it. If you're interested in how we could work together or how we could benchmark what you're doing right now and figure out what's the next steps, how to grow it from six figures a year to six figures a month, how we can be resilient through whatever downturns are about to show up and how you can not wake up in the middle of the night and wonder, am I going to have to close this thing and start my you know, corporate job again? If that's where you're at, I want to walk through all of those concerns, see what kind of solutions that you and I can come up with from my experience, from my network. I, I know that we can do it and I know you can build an amazing brand, but if you would like that's an open offer just message me dm me instagram linkedin facebook you can go to collabproducts.com slash book and you can always book a call with me so that's it i appreciate all of you for listening my name is callie keen and this is end hype